Welcome everyone to the Sickos Committee podcast. This is our, call it a recap of the first portion of bowl season and our bowl three preview Tokyo Drift. I think continuing with our naming convention. Tokyo Drift? Okay. Yeah, sure. that's because we, we, we did, right. no, because we did two, two bowl, two furious, and now we're at bowl three Tokyo Drift. That was the third one, right? Yes. Yeah. And the, four, still... and the fourth one was four fast, four furious. What was the fourth one? <laughs> Nope. Sure. No. Nope. <laughs> I told you guys, I've never seen one of those damn movies. That's why I didn't know why you wanted to keep naming them after the Fast Because <laughs> it's, it's funnier when we do that with okay. I don't know. Sure. Jordan, I'm beginning to think you don't value family. I'm very upset about this. Yeah. <laughs> you never asked me if I knew how to drift. I will say that my drifting today, I pulled out Mario Kart Deluxe 8 for Switch. It's like, I'm going to play online for a little bit. And I got shuffled into an Asian server. Oh, no. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. I'm not, nope. not compared to uh, anyone with a little Korean or Japanese flag next to their name. I got, <laughs> got my ass rolled over. It was it was not pretty, guys. Um, I've, got, guys. I've got Yoshi in my favorite cart. I'm going to have some fun today. <laughs> 20 Waluigi's on their fucking like, tiny ass wheels just blowing <laughs> past me. Wow. You got Tokyo drifted. Speaking, speaking of Mario Kart, I hope I'm winning the best ant award because I bought my nephews a Hot Wheels track that has Mario Kart, like it's the Mario Kart Hot Wheels track along Ooh. with all of the characters. And my brother Ooh. then decided to piggyback on it and buy them more characters, which I'm kind of upset about because he's hitching his star to my wagon. Yeah. <laughs> hitching his wagon to my star. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so I got my nephews. They've gotten very into Mario Kart. So I think they're going to like the Hot Wheels. I'd like to introduce everyone on the podcast tonight because we've got... A whole Brady Bunch worth of faces I'm staring at. Look at Tonight. you actually remembering this time. I know. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> it's because every time I've cut it, I've cut the last couple of episodes, I've noticed how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So with me tonight, as always, I have Commissioner Escalante. Then we also have Pit Girl, Andrew, Michael, and Katie. We'll start with Katie. How are you doing? How's your bowl um, season been so far? It's been good. It's been good. It's the short amount I've watched. I watched some games on Friday. I didn't watch as much yesterday, but it's been good. Michael, how are you doing? Hey, bowl season started out great. I mean, I know we'll talk about it later, but I was a very happy person Saturday evening. That was a good. That was a really good game too. I watched the tail end of it. <laughs> Andrew, how are you? I'm great. I was first in the bowl picks uh, pool that we have going for about six hours because I picked the first game correctly and did not pick the second game correctly. But we're we're rolling and going. So, pick hey girl, how are you doing? I'm good. I missed most of the bowls yesterday because I was at a holiday party. So I look forward to hearing what happened. Yeah. Kamesh? Oh, great weekend. Uh, I was able to watch pretty much everything except maybe a piece of the Cure Bowl and some of the FCS playoffs. But uh, on Friday, but I, I watched the one on on Saturday for sure. So I did catch a bunch. I, I missed the pieces of the Cure Bowl. I was I was in and out. I was I was riding on a roller coaster at, at San Antonio Sea World, which is very weird. Why were you there? Well, they do the Christmas lights thing. Yeah. The entire SeaWorld place, which in some sections it does not smell that great. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, every time I go to San Antonio, the SeaWorld for the lights, which the light display is fantastic. There's lights. There's There was like Rudolph. There was, you know, Santa pictures. Stuff is Rudolph Aquatic? Time out. Is Rudolph Aquatic? Uh, no. no. I, I don't know. It's SeaWorld. on an iceberg yes. in the movie. Sure. Come yeah, on. Right. Right. There you go. That's true. Semi-aquatic, maybe. Semi-aquatic. <laughs> yes. I think reindeer can swim. Sure. sure. I think they can. We'll, we'll, I won't look that oh, up. What's that? Okay. No, we're not going to fact check that. I, I actually am. 
So how was how how was your coaster experience? So it was it was fun. We were going around and we finally made it to like this back section of SeaWorld where Santa was. By the time we got there, is Santa you know, aquatic? We, no. <laughs> Is there a Mer Santa? Santa? Magical, right? Yes, a Mer Santa. Oh, oh, I like this. Have they not made an awful Little Mermaid Christmas movie? If they haven't, they absolutely oh, like God. that. Feels like Disney would have done in the nineties. So Santa's in the like furthest part of of Sea World. Like you have to like go all the way to the very end. By the time we make it back there, Santa's closed at eight p.m. And we're like, what? Oh, okay. So we had to stop for like this Sesame Street parade, which was great. Kiddo enjoyed it. A lot of fun. So we get all the way back there and Santa's closed. So we're like, okay, whatever. No, no pictures with Santa. Kiddo's fine with that. There's a roller coaster that's open. Now it's like 48 degrees and kind of windy. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the roller coaster is pitch black. So like you, you, there's no lights on the top of it or anything like this. And so my sister-in-law's boyfriend was like, hey, you want to go on this ride? And I was like, this is... <laughs> This is really stupid. Uh, it's cold. Fine, sure. Let's go. Uh, so, so it's 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 called the Texas Stingray. It is allegedly the tallest, fastest, not fattest, as you said earlier, mm-hmm. longest wooden roller coaster ride in the state of Texas, reaching speeds of up to fifty-five miles an hour. I am I am a little bit. I am old. All right, so <clears throat> I am the elder statesman here. I immediately look at the signs. I'm like, can I do this? Can I, you know? have back injuries or whatever pregnant am i pregnant uh, am back i pregnant injuries. do i have a heart condition <laughs> do i have I don't, a heart condition yeah do i have a heart condition uh my, my doctor said i need a bacchiotomy um you know so i'm like okay fine i'm gonna do this now it's cold so i have like my hood on i have a santa hat on i'm like i'm gonna take this off so we get on the coaster and immediately it goes up and it's dark you're overlooking the park you're looking like san antonio you see the lights down below you have no idea where you're at up on the top of this thing because it's completely pitch black I like this. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what did I sign myself up for as soon as we, we start? You immediately ascend and you start clicking, like the little clicking mm-hmm. just going mm-hmm. up. And you're like, yeah, great. Let's do this. So I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the first dip. Here we go. And I'm like, okay, it's going to end soon. It's going to end soon. It's it's going to end soon. It, I can't see anything. It's going to end soon, this dip. Yeah, it didn't end. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell what was coming next either because it was just dark. It was like, are we going to the left or the right? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going. Oh, and then they had like a tunnel, which was pitch black too. Like, <laughs> so no different. So no functional. It's already dark. I was like, <laughs> like, what am I doing here? And so I, I get off and I'm like, oh my God, why did I do this? Um, I really enjoyed it. And I, I, I wasn't like, I'm like, I'm going to be so sore tomorrow. But luckily I was okay. That was ridiculous. Not this smart of very... me. This has very Hershey Park in the Dark energy, except for the fact that it's not the right season for Hershey Park in the Dark anymore. Have yourself a very spooky Christmas, I guess. Yeah, yeah that was spooky. That was the way it that sounds, came to mind for me, too. It sounds like like Space Mountain, but without any of the interesting parts. Yeah, it's well, it's Space Mountain and and Thunder Mountain combined, because Thunder Mountain's one of the old like wooden roller coasters, and it's, it's very not, rickety. Yeah. And... It's, not wood, it's not wooden. Oh, it's not? I thought no, it was. It's ma- it's, it, no, it's made to look wooden. Okay, got it. Disney magic. On the ride, I was just laughing. I'm like, ah, all right, let's go. I am, I'm definitely glad the picture part was closed because I, I can't <laughs> imagine what my face looked like <laughs> because the picture was at the very bottom of the drop. Perfect. Of the of first drop. And I'm like, I cannot imagine what my face looked like then. And I'm glad nobody tried to hack into SeaWorld San Antonio to see that. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun with that. that I'll good. talk more about my adventures on 
Saturday night in a bit when we get to the bowl game that I was at. The first thing I want to do is plug our food drive. I have hooked up with one of the food pantries in Iowa City to celebrate Iowa's Sicko's Championship. We've already raised over $1,500 in donations. We're rapidly approaching our peak from last year, two days in. Remember that we are raffling off a $100 gift card to the Onion Store, which we're not affiliated with, but we'd like to give back to someone who's given us also, you know, that $100, you can buy all the Sickos gear that you like from the original source. And yeah, it's one of those things we really enjoy. We're really excited to see how much how many such people have been excited about it and how many people have been very yeah. on board and like also pleasantly surprised. It was like, oh, you guys are doing something nice. How wonderful. It was like, <laughs> people oh, who weren't oh, around for last year. The, the sickos actually do something nice instead of just point and laugh. Ha ha ha. Uh, we were contacted by a Cedar Rapids, I believe, CBS affiliate to potentially do an interview for that. So I, I may be doing that on Tuesday to explain the fundraiser. I want to read some of the you know dedications of some of the donations we had. Uh, Go for it. One, one, you know, of course, you may have to get working on the sound here, but of course, it was dedicated to the Quarks. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Of course, Brian Ferentz, the Iowa touchdown, where we had the two safeties and a field goal. Beautiful. Uh, one person says, as an Iowa citizen and someone who had to live through that season firsthand, I feel like I need to cleanse my soul with this donation. So whatever this helps, if you need some sort of indulgence for being a Hawkeye fan and watching that season, go right ahead and donate to the Iowa City donation here. It's going to be open. We still got a while to go, and we'll do a raffle definitely after that for sure. So the first thing we're going to do today is we're going to start off with our sort of short recaps of the past bowls. We're not going to talk about them a ton because some of them don't need to be talked about a ton. Like the Bahamas Bowl was wonderful. It happened. People from Miami and Ohio got to go to the Bahamas. People from Birmingham got to go to the Bahamas. They played a football game there. How did that game go? It was fine. The very end was fun, but the first part was not a whole lot of fun. It's, in my opinion, what bowl season is all about. Terrible football for three hours and then 30 minutes of what is happening at the very end. The end was shades of the Titans Super Bowl. A pass that ended up just being a little too short and he reached for it and just... That whole drive was a complete disaster too. Yeah, it was, it was a mess of just the last, yeah, the last pass was to Jalen Walker, 13 yards. He threw it. He needed to go in the end zone. Miami Ohio needed to go in the end zone. They were down four and they just threw the ball short. I don't know why he didn't turn the other direction. That wasn't the route. It was a yard short. He reached for it. It just wasn't there. Birmingham wins. They get the Bahamas Bowl trophy, which was fine. Like that trophy's kind of nice. That stadium apparently is absolutely bonkers. I'm going to pull up a thread that someone posted about the Bahamas Bowl. Oh, we got a new earlier. We got an update. It's so yeah. good. It's... That thread was a joy and it makes me want to go to the Bahamas Bowl, even though Seriously. there is a 0% we, we chance that we'll trip. ever go there. Yes. Yeah. Sickos committee meetup in the Bahamas, Bahamas next year. Yes. Okay. And we can all just be on the sidelines hanging out. Mm-hmm. Just Apparently. Out. Save a couple so. blocks, just hop the fence. Yeah. Yes. This is, this no, is our thread from our thread. Because I feel like we can BYOB too. It'll be fine. It'll be great. This is this is at Daddy Redhawk on Twitter. Daddy Redhawk says, I'd like to share my experiences from the Bahamas Bowl. First off, waste of money paying for tickets. No security. You just walk right in. Greeted by vendors serving the strongest rum runners. I ordered a double and the guy laughed at me. I took one sip. And see ya. See why. No trash cans in the bathroom. People drying their hands in there with paper towels and leaving them on the floor. I asked the Bahamas Bowl workers what Wi-Fi password, and they said, good luck. There's seven routers, and each has its own password, and none of them work. (laughs) 
That's okay. That's your fault for going to a bowl game and being like, what's the Wi-Fi? What's the Wi-Fi at the Bahamas Bowl? I cannot imagine. That is a slightly more pertinent question for a non-media member if you're overseas because your data might not work. And how are you supposed to live the game if you have no cell signal? That's right. You're going to be paying 25 cents a tweet or something. That's the problem. If we go there, we're going to have, okay, we'll have to go as media. We'll have to go as media. We'll bring our own. We'll bring our own router. There we go. (laughs) One of our phones to hotspot. That's right. (laughs) The mobile hotspot. Sicko mobile hotspot. what's in your backpack? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Giant satellite. And then us asking, where's an Ethernet line? (laughs) Just plugging into the wall. What's an Ethernet line? So I used to do college radio, and the way Mm -hmm. that they call games remotely, actually, like, the box that we had, like, plugged directly into the wall like that. Like, that is still (laughs) how it works. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Daddy Red Hot continues. At one point, I just walked onto the field, dapped up Big Ben, picked for evidence, sat on the sideline, watched the game for 20 minutes until one guy from the Miami football staff goes, you can't drink bottles next to the field. Your beer needs to go in a solo cup. (laughs) Doesn't care that someone who doesn't belong in the field is there. Just worried about the bottle. Whatever. So it sounds like they had a great time. Thank you. Thank you again, Daddy Red Hot. Someone else posted a picture of a cup that says... Let's get flocked up. And it has a flamingo on it from that game. It's amazing. Yes. Everyone in that thread basically said that it is super fun, but it is the most like lax. Don't ask for things. Don't worry about that. Just show up. Enjoy the vibes. And honestly, that sounds kind of nice. I'm petitioning for a sickos meet up there for sure. But that's probably because it's an easy flight for me. It's not an easy flight for everyone else. Bahamas aren't that far. You need a passport. You probably need a passport at the Bahamas, you don't do. you? Yes. You do. You do. Yeah. You need a passport card. Can you need a passport yep. card? Fine. We'll have to get, we'll have to be like one of those like Mac teams and have to get everyone a passport beforehand. You know what? Great idea. Guys, I'll be in charge of getting your passports and documents, travel documents. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, all through me. I'll take care of your flights, too. You're fine. I got that. I'll take care of your flights. I'll take care of your... I no, also I'll... already have a passport. It's, it's fine. No, 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 I'll get you new ones. I'll get you new ones. It's fine, guys. Just send me your socials and a little bit of paperwork. <laughs> and I'm sure that with my organizational skills, I'll get everyone there. Jordan's like, send me your socials. Sure. Send me your bank account number. I'll just yeah, pull the uh-huh. money I need. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. And I'll go to the Bahamas without it. Yes. You're Jordan just going to see me there. travel. Just see me there blasted out of my mind on Rum Runners, wondering where I went. <laughs> and be like, he probably, he probably skipped the country. No, he actually just went to the Bahamas Bowl and got really drunk on $5 Rum Runners. Blasted on Rum Runners, running around with a router, asking where he can plug it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> madman. Just an absolute madman. Be- I love the blue tarp at the end of the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like just the giant blue tarp at the end of one end zone. It was fantastic. It is. A, it's a track stadium, right? It is. Yeah. Usually yeah. it's a track stadium. Yeah. Somebody suggested and, that they should have done like two Bahamas Bowls side by side and cover, like put one over the track mm-hmm. and just like have two fields and two games running concurrently. So that was our first game. And we were kind of pleased with that. And then things got dumb. The Cure Bowl played <laughs> in the soccer stadium in Orlando, not the Citrus Bowl anymore. So it was a little nicer. Had those beautiful purple... Uh, Orlando FC Lions, whatever they're called. I can't remember what they're called. Orlando City. That one. Beautiful. Troy won over the Meeps 18 to 12. It was really beautiful that you had these two teams, I realized. One started playing football in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. And UTSA that started playing football like 10 years ago. And they're both playing in this bowl game. Both conference champions, the only bowl game, they said over and over again, I'm glad they did. The only bowl game that includes two conference champions and 
was the only ranked rank at the at the FBS yes, at level. The, at the FBS That's level, true. yes, FBS. and was an absolute just mess of a game. Five turnovers. Everyone was throwing interceptions. Oh this no, no, no. That's, that's five turnovers just by UTSA. Oh, I thought it was yeah, Frank Harris. No, no, it was more than that. No, Troy seven had seven total. Think, Harris had a no I, good. Troy had two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. God. Frank Harris. Yeah, Perfect Frank game. Harris just was having such a day. Still threw for 190 yards, but the one touchdown, two interceptions is not at his usual. Now you're thinking, okay, Troy's cornerback, Gunnar Watson, Detmer Darling. He probably had a day too. Oh, he did. Also, one touchdown, two interceptions. No one could. The ball was going to everyone that was not their own players. Yeah, Troy won with 18 points and 153 yards. <laughs> what a perfect game. And oh, yeah, the, the, that I, must I, mean that UTSA didn't have that many yards, right? Yeah, just 345. Don't worry about right. it. Yeah. <laughs> 12 Yeah, points. real, real, uh, a low point to yard ratio. There. How do you do so much, so little with so much? How do five you do turnovers? That? God bless. Well, 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 Jordan. I watched the game, and they had a dozen points to Troy's zero at one yeah, point. Yes, and so they decided that's enough scoring for today. We can win with twelve, and then found out that six field goals worth of football is enough. Well, just remember <laughs> that only ten of those. points offensive points the first two were a safety that's so you're thinking like that's oh right. 12 points 12 to 12 to 18 that's that's four field goals to six field goals that's something kind of weird oh it was weird because the first set of points was a safety they, they absolutely it was a quarterback just, not looking safety where it just went behind him it was beautiful he got mur- he got just massacred back there not the funniest safety this weekend <laughs> Definitely not. Nope. nope. <laughs> so I want to go over what happened to UTSA after they took the 12 nothing lead. Okay. On their drives. So here we go. UTSA gets a field goal. They're up 12 nothing. The next drive, interception. And two plays interception. Uh, next drive after that, one play, kneel, and a half. The drive to open the second half, fumble. Their next drive, fumble. The next drive, interception. They're still leading at this point, by the way. It's 12-7. They're still leading. Finally, Troy takes the lead. Then UTSA punts. Troy gets a field goal. It's 18-12. UTSA on downs, and then on downs again to end the game. A-plus, UTSA. They still have never won a bowl game. They are 0-4 in bowl games. Hmm. They've been to four bowl games in their short history. I have a question. Yes. Yes, player. I have a question because we, we talk about, you know, you talk about historically, Troy has been playing football since the 19th century, but UTSA has only got about a decade under their belt. UTSA, to my understanding, is a big campus in the University of Texas system. Is, is, am I close on that? I think they are. Population-wise, I, I believe number so. of students. Yeah, they are. Big school. And I watched the game and, and you know, I'm, I, I'm fortunate to be able to have the time to watch some of these games. Um, whether they're on, you know, a Friday in the afternoon, a Saturday. And this game was very well-traveled compared to some of the other games. Uh, the Meeps really showed up in this mm-hmm. game. Their fan base did. And on the other side of that stadium, Troy showed up. And this was, the stadium was about as full as one could expect it to be. And it was loud. You could hear both bands playing. And one of the things I think is under, is, a, is again, we talk about being at games, the Sitco's committee watching everything. Um, the quote of our commish, but like one of the things I really want to stump for is 
both of these fan bases showed up, whether you've got 10 years or 100. Both fan bases cared, and they were both in the stands, and I, I thought it was great to see that on top of the game itself. Yeah, I just I did some Googling real quick, as you do on this podcast. Uh, UTSA, across its four campuses, has 34,000 students-ish, uh, about 27,000 which are, of which are undergrads, uh, which makes it significantly larger than my alma mater. It's it's a bit of a, of a commuter campus, but, which, but also is... I mean, the reason they brought to San Antonio is because San Antonio's wanted a football team forever. In fact, they tried to take the Saints back in, like during the Katrina days. That was one of the things they tried to do was grab the Saints when the Saints were out of the Superdome and it didn't look like it was going to be rebuilt or fixed. It almost worked. It, they almost got it. Like they, they, they had paperwork ready to be signed. And uh, the people of, of New Orleans did everything they could to their credit to show how much they loved the Saints. So don't think you're safe any franchise. If a team, if they are wanted by somewhere else, ask the Rams, ask the Raiders, ask uh, the Browns. If they want your team, they'll do what someone else will take your team from you. And also remember that San Antonio, in their desperation for football, has dabbled in so many alternative forms and alternative leagues. I mean, they even went Canadian for two years. But that's... Yes. Okay. That's an off-season podcast for sure. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about the history, the brief history of Canadian football in the states. Yes, it is great. So we had these two games. The Cure Bowl was kind of a, a giant mess. We're like, okay, this is good. We're gonna loosen up for bowl season. What are we gonna do Saturday morning? And it's ten a.m. Central, ten thirty a.m. Central, and there's football on. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was the Fenway Bowl. They have wedged, and they've done this before. This is not clearly not the first football game in Fenway. That was. A hundred years ago, this is, this has been done for a long time. So they squish this football field into Fenway. One of the press boxes is looking the length of the field. They have the announcers sort of on this exposed platform, halfway on the fifty, so they can actually see what's going on because the radio announcers can't see it. The best part was whatever camera they were using for field goals and extra points was the weirdest angle I have ever seen. It was. It looked like a Dutch angle. It looked like someone's student film. <laughs> it reminded me of McGurk Alumni Stadium for UMass last year. Yeah. When we watched the UMass and UConn game on Flow Sports, the angle of like, it was like almost like an obstructed view, extra point. And so it was, it was so ridiculous. That's what really it reminded us. We got so many tweets from people that, who were at this game. Yeah, shout out to our Boston following. Apparently, we have lots of people in Boston who listen because it was a lot of people who were like, "I don't like, I don't go to any of these schools, but I'm at this game because y'all told me to be here. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. We made the Fenway Bowl a lot of money. Yeah, we're exactly right. Hey, bowl season, come talk to us. We'll get people at your games. The trophy that they had was kind of lame. It was like a little mini Fenway, but that yeah. didn't matter because what did they have there? The, the keg of nails. God. Yes. This thing has been dormant for a decade, but they brought the keg of nails out. They had it tucked into like a dugout with some backpacks around it first. <laughs> it looked so cute. It's just a, such a funny sentence to type. Hey, our rivalry trophy is in the dugout. I wanted to t- have Mike talk about what he wrote about this Fenway Bowl trophy a little bit. Oh, I... he, he went in on this trophy <laughs> on our Substack. He was so passionate about this. So go ahead and talk about it, Mike. I hate the Fenway Bowl trophy. First off, the Fenway Bowl trophy is, for some reason, five-sided. Don't know why, but it is. 
I guess they kind of wanted to make it look like a baseball diamond, but it doesn't look like home plate because it was spread out too wide. So, first off, that's wrong. Second, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's in the Discord. Yeah, it's supposed to be modeled after Fenway Park, but they don't have the green monster on it anywhere because why would you have that in a model of Fenway Park? Um, it looks nothing like they, Fenway Park. Yeah, nope. <laughs> they do have so the facade of the press. <laughs> they have the facade of the press box, but if that's supposed to be the facade of the press box behind it, then the field is pointing the wrong direction on the trophy. <laughs> so like, the details on the outside, on the bottom, are supposed to look like the surroundings of Fenway Park, but the vines aren't there in real life. Like they have growing on. Like none of the trophy is correct and every time they tried to do something that was right it made it even worse and so i hate hate that trophy more than anything i've ever seen in bowl week like this was this was the worst thing i've ever seen were you able to get a uh, a weight for the trophy mike uh i have not because i want to pretend the trophy does not exist it has negative weight and it's sucked <laughs> into a black hole it is gone <laughs> I, I think somebody... As the resident physicist, the black hole will not take away. <laughs> Look, no, hey, I think, don't you, I think we don't, gotta wait don't you explain physics to us on this podcast. <laughs> we don't need your education here. The, the it game itself like was not great. I'll just say that. It, it was it was a slugfest. Since he only had 127 yards. God. Louisville had, had 419 yards, but they had four turnovers. Um... <laughs> Since he had two turnovers, there was four combined fumbles in the game. A lot of turnovers in these bowl games, which is very entertaining for us. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And Louisville won the game. FBS bowl games, we were averaging 5.3 turnovers per game. <laughs> Sicko's bowl God, season. Beautiful. Yes. I yeah, I flipped this game on in the fourth quarter and was just like, is Scott Scott is Scott Satterfield regretting his life choices right now? Because I would be. Be also having the teams on the same sideline also creates that weird. They were having trouble substituting. There was some time. There was one time I forget which coach it was, but someone was having to run down the field to get a timeout. It was uh, Dion Branch, Louisville's coach. Yeah. Like he had to do like a forty-yard sprint. Luckily, he's a former, you know. Super Bowl MVP wide receiver, Deion Branch has the speed to call that time out. So Louisville picked a good interim coach. I'll just say that. Have you guys seen the pictures when they did the big air ski jumping at Fenway? Yes. I'm glad you thought of yes, that. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a awesome. while ago. Really just getting the, getting the most use they can out of the century old uh, facility. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, hey, Kamish, since you made a face, uh, I'm going to drop this in the Discord so you can see it. It's really awesome. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, I want to go sledding down that. I'm sure yeah. it's a bad idea, but I want to. Oh, pick girl, I would do that with you. Yes, I want to do it too. I'm in. Hell yeah. I'm I'm upset they didn't they didn't have any reports in the game. Like they didn't go on the green monster. They didn't do anything for that. They had the guy doing the scoreboard, and he had to change the downs on like the oh Fenway scoreboard. <laughs> In there, change, and then I think there was a picture of the the Louisville Cardinal in there with like his beak sticking out with the teeth, just like the bird with teeth sticking out. But I can't believe no birds with. He was changing the yardage manually. Jesus, he was changing the that was just so wrong. Like just let him. I hope they paid that person overtime. I hope so too, because that was just so wrong. 
But what's crazy <laughs> is that sign has been there for a century, which means in 1930-something, when the Boston Braves were still playing in that stadium, somebody was no, doing there's that. No, there's no way they were doing that at that point. Not, not, not for, fo- no, for football? Yes. Yeah. No, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm going to bet that there was no down and distance markers in 1919 football. That like that was just not. I will. F- I will look for this. I'll bet I will look, look. Let's do it. Then we had probably my favorite game of the day. Yes. Was the Celebration Bowl. Oh man. It was a banger. It was awesome. Jackson State rolls in thinking they were going to win it. Second year in a row they did that. The second year in a row the Miac just told them to get out. As a proud graduate of 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 two different Miac schools. It's just so wonderful to see North Carolina Central get out there and play tough. And as I have told anyone who will listen to me since they won the conference, North Carolina Central University is a mean football team. The the, the meanest I mean, stiff arm I saw yes. all day. The He's most stiff. disrespectful, meanest stiff arm all day. <laughs> and that was just, an OT. Yeah, and just pushed his face into the ground. Second meanest one I saw all day was the mascot stiff arm. Yes, well, <laughs> Master Stiff Army, that yes. little kid, just yes. destroying him. But this one, good God! I really want to. Um, I really want to stump for this. Uh, this is North Carolina Central's 100th season oh, of man. football, and this is their second Black HBCU mm-hmm. national championship. This is a this is a very proud program. They came up from D2, from the CIAA, less than 20 years ago. They have really been making a name for themselves. Their coach, uh, uh, Trey, uh, Coach Trey, is he's. He's a big name. Like we've all known about him. He's not. This came to the surprise of no one within our mm-hmm. conference. One of the things I really want to really want to point to, again, you know, they they heaped all of this on, you know, they have all this talent in Mississippi, uh, in Jackson. They they just five stars all over the place. Travis Hunter is having the game of his life, two touchdowns, and nobody talked about Richard, the quarterback for North Carolina Central, who he was the player of the game. Oh. You know, he couldn't be tackled. And, and, you know, Jordan and I were talking about this during the game. Jordan said, Jackson State doesn't want to tackle it. Like, they don't want any parts of this, this, this offense. That's, that is more physical at the point of attack everywhere. And as I, again, as I tried to paint a picture for, for people who I know who were watching, who were shocked by this, North Carolina Central wanted to play this game in a phone booth. And they say, you can be fast and you can be talented, but if, if we are toe-to-toe, across the line of scrimmage and we're running at you, then we're not concerned with how fast you are. Cause it just means you'll get there faster to miss your tackles. And that was the game. Uh, that was the ball game. Also shout out for aggressive play to coach Sanders. Uh, he went for two. He yeah. didn't get it. And that was the difference in the game. That, the Mercedes Benz was absolutely jumping. It was a great environment. They had a record turnout for the celebration bowl, almost 50,000 people. They had, they had Mickey at halftime as a drum oh major. Oh my God, they had Mickey as a drum major. Yeah, they did. That was great. Yeah, uh, one thing I would like to, you know, I really wish we could get into the ear of some of the folks who produce these games. One of the things they do with the, they do show the bands right. at halftime for a lot of these bigger games, which I appreciate. I'm an HBCU alumni. I, I We go to see the bands. But the way they produce that portion of the game is they have a single boom microphone so it's it's not a music it's not an omni mic it's a single boom microphone on the press box sideline it's about 10 feet tall it's in the wrong position to collect sound because that is not how hbcu bands don't elevate 
they only play to the they, they play to who they think their side is. So if you if you go to an HBCU game, for example, like you go to Norfolk State, the Legion plays to the to the press box to the home side. The opponents play to the visitor side, which is a little bit different than you would get it. Maybe it's like Ohio State always plays to their box, and then Michigan would come out and play to the same side. It's not like that, and that's why when you watch that performance, the sonic boom of the South played to the mic, but the sound machine, North Carolina Central's band, had their backs to the microphone, and they were playing to the visitors to who they assumed to be where their mm-hmm. fans would be. I would like for ESPN or whomever, you know, when I was an undergrad, to get ESPN's attention, they started playing the Sports Center jingle. <laughs> and that's why you'll see old Sports Center B-roll of the HBCU bands playing the yeah. da-da-da, yeah, yeah, yeah. da-da-da, because they knew if we play that, that's their brand. ESPN will. That's when ESPN started putting those omnidirectional mics in front mm-hmm. of the bands. So if anybody hears me at ESPN, Listen, uh, get get people out there, get uh, get get some music people to produce these events the same way the NFL produces the halftime show for the Super Bowl. Try to treat it in that same vein of these are performances and, and not just happen. Yeah, I was really disappointed with the way the band was produced. Also, um, they didn't sound very good. And that's that's just a bummer. Like, that's something that we all want to see when the Celebration Bowl is on. And it was not not produced in the way that it it should have been and that it deserved unfortunately they had a battle of the bands the night before um if you really want to hear what these bands sound like and i encourage anyone uh, who hears us check them out on youtube it just look up celebration bowl battle of the bands wear headphones if you if you've got a good yeah. pair of headphones put both ears in because it, they recorded in stereo and and i'm telling you as someone who has 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 been in person and seen both of these bands play and it, this is something you want to experience. And just a shout out, just to, to put the Norfolk State back on the map, the band director of North Carolina Central University is a Norfolk State alumni. There you go. So everyone, oh. don't forget to behold oh. the green. Had to get that in there. How dare you. <laughs> I, I will say that I have been on the MIAC bandwagon all season. Blue got me there. And, when I, and once I started putting together, it was the American circle of suck that I put together. And I noticed that a game I'd missed North Carolina Central beat New Hampshire and beat the crap out of them. And we knew what New Hampshire looked like because they were tearing up teams too. And I went, this is, keep an eye on these guys because they're going to go and they're going to light Jackson State up. And they did. Got it. Central's a 10-win Central's a team. Yeah, they beat New Hampshire pretty bad. But one of the teams that they, I'm a little bit older, so I'm a little bit biased. My brother went to North Carolina a He's an Aggie, you know. They have been to to the to the recency to the modern day fan like this. They're the best team that's ever lived. I know a little bit differently, <laughs> but that's okay. They went and beat up on North Carolina A&T in Greensboro. This is Central's biggest rival. This is A&T views them as their biggest rival, and that's when I knew. I said this team is serious. Y'all better watch out. So we'll move into the afternoon. We're going to come back to the D two game, the Las Vegas Bowl. Beavers won big. That's the basic story. And Florida kicks the saddest field goal I've ever seen to keep their unshut outable, whatever you would call it, not shut out streak alive. <laughs> their scoring streak. Scoring, that you call it, yes. There you go. They're not the unshut outable. <laughs> unshut outable, that's a word. That works. It is now. You know, <laughs> look, I, I think it's really a shame. You know, these bowls should be ashamed to put a small underfunded. You know, southeastern program 
against a literal buzzsaw of the beast. A double-digit winning program. Ooh, I love you so much for from this right the, now. From the Pacific Northwest. I just, you know, I I have to really, we have to really do something about these bowl games. I don't think it's fair. And you know what? I think the real orange was shown out in that game. That's what I mean. Just keep going. Just what happened? keep going for me, please. <laughs> It wasn't you know, even. Katie's like, a it was Florida State fan, right? <laughs> no, Katie's super happy. This She's wasn't even, guys. This wasn't even close. No, they got palindrome. They did. I, oh, didn't, I even noticed that. I didn't even notice this was a palindrome. It's even better. I mentioned it on the Discord. Oh, I said they got, you got, they got palindrome. The, the Beavers just, just crushed them. There was their tea retrieval guy, Bullseye, running out to get the tea. I think Parker said he wanted Red Lightning versus Bullseye in a foot race. Mm-hmm. And we may need to have that happen. So like definitely, the the saddest field goal known to man, with thirty seven seconds left in the game, Florida kicked it. The the it funny part count. about that count. they wanted to fire Napier after this game, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. <laughs> Look, I just want to stump for the fact that Billy Napier is a former HBCU assistant. So where was he at? I want him to be. He was at South Carolina State under uh, legendary coach Bobby go. Pugh. This was just, this was a massacre. I feel like Oregon State and Fresno State needed to play in either one of the bowls and switch. The only problem is they played the craziest game, like 32 31 game, like in Fresno earlier this year. So they didn't want a rematch of that. And then because of that, we got these two mismatched teams essentially in, in the bowl game in the Las Vegas Bowl and the, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. That was so. You don't have to go- give Jimmy Kimmel any credit. This, no, okay. this is the, the Jimmy LA Kimmel. Bowl. This is a Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl sponsored by Stiffle, who we learned was a wealth. Whenever the person came out, like, "Hi, I'm from Stiffle. We do wealth. We we do wealth opportunity financing, and it's we are leadership. Whatever. I don't care. Stiffle. Yeah, your pronunciation of this makes it sound like an on-demand tissue delivery service. <laughs> right. I only know because it's in my industry. Stiffle is what it's called. Yes. Stiffle. <laughs> I had the whole game on mute, so I thought it was stifle. I do. I have a question. How long has it been the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl? Is it a while? It's been a couple years. It's only been been around for two years. It's only been around for two years. Okay, it feels bad then. Because I was like, okay, Jimmy Kimmel. Wow, okay. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel gets it, though. Besides the fact that he was a little weird on some of the interviews, he's trying to be funny and it fell. Like At least he gets that the bowl thing is goofy. And mm-hmm. he went, you know what? These bowl games are, if I'm going to buy a bowl game, I'm going to put my face and name everywhere, which honestly is the right idea. That's what yeah. I would do. Like make it something goofy fun. You use the money to make sure the kids are have a lot of fun, but you also just, you're not the Rose Bowl. Don't try to be the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. You're not the Rose Bowl of the East. Don't try to be the Rose Bowl of the East. That's you right. are just the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Sure. Why the fuck not? Fresno State absolutely just put their foot on Washington State's neck and refused to let go. I didn't Jake think Hainer it was going to be. They put him yeah. in a sleeper hole. Jake, Jake Hainer had a great day. It was ugly. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Like I thought, like Wazoo would be feisty, eh. but like it was, it was bad. Like Wazoo didn't turn the ball over much. The quarterback Cam Ward pulled in Orlovsky safety, yeah. which you know, running out the True back did. of the end zone, and and we really love that here at the Sickos Committee. Thought the play was still alive. Too. Yes, I don't think he realized it either. <laughs> like Orlovsky did. Like Orlovsky. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, and if you watch the ref, the ref just nonchalantly watched him do it and was like, "Yep." <laughs> he, 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 didn't, he didn't 
like blow the whistle immediately. He, he was like, did that no. really just happen? Did we have another Dan Orlovsky? Fresno State had 500 yards to Washington State's 182. And they, Fresno State passed and ran for about equal numbers. They were just all over the place and just held Wazoo down and didn't let him go. One, yeah. one fact about Fresno on State. Game winning streak. They are the first team in FBS history to start one and four and win 10 games yeah. in a season. <laughs> so congrats, That's Fresno beautiful. State. Let's move on down the list to the Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> it's, it's Mobile. <laughs> wait, wait, what? In, in Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. Mobile. Oh, by the way, I wanted to correct something when you said the, the GMAC, Mobile, yeah. Alabama. It's GMAC. You read all the letters. What all is right? GMAC? What is GMAC? It's, it's it's General Motors, basically their financing arm. Okay. So it's it's GMAC is so GM so the GMAC, and it's Mobile. <laughs> I have listened to that clip at least like five. I mean, at least ten times of you. Someone, someone made a good Mobile. point. Someone made a good point that was like, it's funny because he doubles down. Yes, <laughs> it's the doubling down that's funniest. Is that he digs in on his wrongness. It's even worse because you're tripling down because you have edit access to the oh, audio. Oh yeah, I could I could have I could have cut all that. I could have trimmed it, and make myself point. look good. This is a great point. Yes. And I'm like sitting here going, I'll let I'll let the world prove me right, and the world's like, no, fuck you, man, you're wrong. <laughs> the Lending Tree Bowl means that Rice has the most beautiful record you can get in college football. One of the most beautiful, five and eight. They match Rutgers of last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of course they the, do. The only the the story you need to know about the Lending Tree Bowl two stories. One, Rice was way down and came roaring back, and then Frank Gore Jr. Holy hell! Yeah, Rice Rice was down seventeen three at halftime. Then Rice rattled off twenty one unanswered points, lightning fast in the third quarter to go up twenty four seventeen, and then that's all they scored. And Frank Gore. Frank Gore Jr. just ran all over them. He threw for one touchdown and ran for two. Of course. Because of course he did. Because it's Southern Miss and that's how you play. He set a record for rushing record. uh, Most rushing yards in a bowl game with 329 rushing yards. Ever. Like like, like history of of bowl games. Of all the bowl games. Set that Hmm. record. And that's definitely a school record too. That's a big win for their their program as the coach. And And he's coming back. He's coming back. He made it very clear he's coming back. Funny part about this game was at the very end because Frank, this is one where Frank Gore's aunt came out and like tried to give him a hug. And he's well, celebrating. He being interviewed. And Frank Gore, <laughs> Jr., stiff arms, auntie, just like. So good. Boom. It was so good. Oh, it was so Auntie, good. chill. I have a friend who has a nephew on the Southern Miss team, and I texted a video of Frank Gore Jr. in the interview. And I was like, hey, this is so funny. He's like, oh yeah, I know. I watched it live, whatever. <clears throat> and he said that his nephew later on texted him and said that the chill auntie went out partying with him after the game. So I, I love Hell her. Hell yeah, she did. Love her. Oh, Adore her. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yes, auntie. She was ready to party. That's why oh, she Oh, totally. Was. Yeah. Come on. Forget this As interview. she should be. As she Forget this be. interview thing. Let's go party in Mobile. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get drunk on the battleship. <laughs> Would they let you do that? Because I would totally be down for that. I don't think so. I think the park closes at a certain time, but that'd not, be pretty not cool if you to win the, Not if you win the Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, the Lending Tree Bowl, I feel like 
you should be allowed access to whatever you want in Mobile. Might be some extended hours. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Special yeah. special bowl privileges. Let me let me up in like the in the in the what do you call the top of a boat? The galley? No. The place where you drive the boat. Place where you drive the boat. Where do you drive the boat? I guess it's a pirate ship. Where do you drive the boat from? The aft? The aft deck? You, 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 you steer, you steer okay. a ship. Yeah. From the helm, the okay. Is that the, you, you call it the helm, helm room? No, the helm is in command. command. Okay. Are you looking for the word bridge? Bridge, 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 bridge is what I wanted. Thank you. Bridge is what the I wanted. Bleach would be very disappointed. I know. So disappointed. <laughs> Not a spaceship. I don't come from an aquatic family, guys. I'm a very land. We're a very land family, okay? So I didn't know anything about Mobile Bay. Nautical, also known as the pilot house or wheelhouse, is the room or platform of a ship from which the ship can be commanded. There we go. I'm I'm going to call it the wheelhouse. I'm going to call it the wheelhouse. I feel like on a battleship, you'd have a wheelhouse, just a giant wheel. I'm thinking Steamboat Willie, basically, of just a little happy mouse. Guiding a battleship with guns. <laughs> that that USS Alabama is insane. It has like like huge cannons and and guns. And I'd like to just you know sit on one of those and drink and celebrate the victory of the Lending Tree Bowl. Like straddling one of the guns yes, with a exactly. beer. Like the the old man with the cowboy hat, uh, you know, falling out of the plane. Doctor Strange know, with love, the bomb. Yeah. doing exactly that with just doing that on the battleship. And if you win the Linden Tree Bowl, you should be allowed to do that. You should be. You should be allowed I mean, to take. You should be allowed to take the ship out for a spin around the bay. You get the key to the city of Mobile. You get the key to the, the boat. The USS Alabama. The USS Alabama was retired not that much longer after okay. World War II. She's sure. not going That's anywhere. <laughs> is it? Is it actually in water or not? It is. It's in water. She is okay, in the fine. water. Yeah. yeah, but like. All of her, all of her capacity to move has been whatever. Moved. That's that sounds like quitter talk. <laughs> yeah, is, we don't use them anymore in the navy. So yeah, it I looks like it, it looks like it is bounded in by concrete. So that's going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. figure that out. One, it's yeah. fine. Clearly, as much as I know about boats, I can take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know, the opening... <laughs> calling the USS Alabama a boat. A boat. You know the you know the Not beginning of the beginning of the first episode of Arrested Development where they bring Buster in with the map and they're yes. like okay you had ten years of photography lessons and he goes like I th- okay so the green stuff is water right and that's me all, all the nautical uh, people listening to this podcast are going to be so mad just, oh, yeah. they don't use maps they don't use maps on ships you had a map and you draw you got the little like compass thing you drive. <laughs> They're called you charts drive, you drive, on a ship you, you because a boat. there's no oh land. God. What year? Land is oh for maps. The chart is for the ocean. Jordan, I want to take you fishing with my dad so badly, <laughs> just to hear the commentary. Oh, he's so great. He, so he's great. he's gonna show up with a sextant oh, yeah. and and a little skip, skipper's hat and boat got, shoes. Well, well, you know I've got boat shoes set. I've got several Gilligan pairs. What color, what color do you want? What color do you bring? Because I got purple, wait, wait, pink, home field green brown. Shirt. Yeah, I got I got pink, purple, brown. I got oh, a blue pair. So but, a sec- but a sextant would be great. Like an astrolabe. <laughs> hmm, what what longitude are we at? Hmm, let's see here. <laughs> you, you if you sh- you show up with one of those stones the Norse use and they they, they navigate mm-hmm. by solar. Oh, rude. Be great. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, guys, you're you're just you're selling. Whereas Beth always says she's the hilljack. I I told you guys that I'm not the person that's gonna like shoot the bears. I'm not meant to live outside. I'm an indoor cat. Okay, I'm really <laughs> an indoor pet. Mm-hmm. I'm an indoor pet. <laughs> not seaworthy. You have an automatic feeder and a water bowl that fills yes, up by itself. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The only water comes with a consequence. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Honestly, me too. I'm an indoor cat too. Don't get Jordan wet. He doesn't like that. <laughs> that is how we end up with a duplicate evil Jordan. We also mm-hmm. can't feed him after that's midnight. Right. Oh no. Yeah, then it's oh. then it's just problems. Well, if you feed me after midnight, I just get really fat. So I have to watch out for that. <laughs> <laughs> So after all this, we have the New Mexico Bowl, our beloved New Mexico Bowl, with the most beautiful, the most beautiful trophy, and the most beautiful Mm -hmm. stadium. What a great game it was, too. So, Michael, how are you feeling about how you? Yeah, Michael, how are you feeling about the New Mexico Bowl? I have no idea how BYU won, but I'm happy they did. (laughs) I watched that game, and after watching it, I still don't understand how they ended up with more points than SMU did. But I mean, hint: it was their quarterback. It was their quarterback. (laughs) He needed 47 yards of passing, and he used every single one of them perfectly. Don't Did he show even complete a pass in the second yeah. half? No. I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think no, he did. No pass completed in the second half. That's hey, it's his first were. game ever. Michael, I just want to sh- those helmets. Those helmets were gorgeous perfect. with the Sailor Coog on it. Oh, oh yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. And then it transitioned. Uh-huh. If you in the light, if you turned, it would be blue. Oh, yeah. bla- it was very. Yeah. Uh, that was their that was. Their uh, leading soul... receiver had twenty seven yards. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the so basketball the quarterback, the BYU quarterback we're talking about is uh, Sol J Maivia Peters. Maiv, Maiva, Maiva Peters. Uh, he was also their leading rusher. He was the entire offense. Also, mostly because half of our offensive line was out. Um, two of them transferred. Um, all of our linebackers transferred out too. Um, we also fired our entire defensive coaching staff. So I do not understand at all how this worked, but Sol J was awesome. I mean, for never playing ever until Saturday, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> and SMU brought Tanner Mordecai through for 218 yards, didn't throw any ints, two TDs, and still couldn't make it work. Yeah, he, he had one INT. Did he? Yeah. Yep. I'm not seeing it here. Okay. I was starting to get uh, reverse 1980 Holiday Bowl vibes where BYU was down by 20 with five minutes to go and then came back to win. And this was so close. Another, <laughs> another one point game. On the reverse then. Yeah. Yep. This was also a weird one because it was at night, which the New yeah. Mexico Bowl is never at night. This is because the Vegas Bowl had to get moved. And so it, mm-hmm. it was just, it was weird. I was at your late night game. I was at the Frisco Bowl with press. And that was a lot of fun. This is my second year doing it. I went up to the press box. There was this older gentleman telling stories to anyone who's in like a radius around him. And I accidentally <laughs> sat down just within that radius. So the stories got came directed at me. And he asked me at some point, he tells us a story about how, you know, kids these days are too soft, blah, 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 one of those. And he goes, well, what son, what sport did you play? I go, <laughs> I was in band. He goes, that's something. I just turns, <laughs> just turns and keeps like, At least like, that's I'm gonna, something. I'm just, I'm just going to sit here and keep eating my barbecue. So I, I actually spent most of the game this time on the, the sideline until it got chippy. I was sort of in the, uh, not quite in the middle of one of the fracases, but real close. And I decided at that point, you know, I'm going to go sit up in the stands for a little bit. It was a lot of fun. Eventually, the first quarter was pretty lame. It was just a low scoring game. No one really knew what they were doing. 
But then it picked up again. Boise State ended up winning the game. At the very end, they bit a big stop against North Texas. None of this is important. The important thing is, I got the best picture in the world of the saddest eagle mascot you've ever seen. <laughs> I, I had never noticed that Scrappy looked so sad. Because this is the mascot. Like, I, I remember him when I went to I went to North Texas for my grad degree. Like, I, I'd been there for a bit. But this, this eagle looks so sad. Like, his girlfriend had just told him that she'd like to see other people. Or that, I don't know how to describe the look. Someone described it like the Anui Husky, just mm-hmm. on an eagle <laughs> face. Yeah, it's a shock sadness. Yeah. Sad. It was just Somebody so just funny. told him somebody died or something, and he's yeah. just trying to fight through the day and not, not cry. That's what it looks like. The eyes are locked off like 50 yards off. It's like a locked off stare. He looked like he was the straight man in every joke. That was being told mm-hmm. that night. And it didn't. It didn't help that the that the Broncos mascot is like mouth open, like happy, like angry, aggressive, and the eagle just looks slightly worried about things. I also found out that I so Boise had a band there. It was not their band. They hired one of the local high school bands, and they sent them all Boise State gear. So they showed up wearing <laughs> Boise State hoodies and Boise State beanies and learned their fight That's song beautiful. and did all this stuff. Florida State did this once in our really bad days in like 2006. I think it was 2006 when we played in whatever bowls in San Francisco. We hired a local band. That was a really low point. It's not super uncommon. It happens sometimes when it happens I pretty was... often in basketball, honestly. My freshman year at Pitt, that happened. I remember the Weber State band learned Pitt's fight song for the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament, the men's tournament. Uh, and that also happened once my senior year. And I forget why, but the Pitt band was offsite. Oh, it was. No, I don't remember. Pit Band was offsite. Anyway, the Duquesne band learned our fight song and played the basketball game that was going on. Nice. And there's this whole thing at Pit about the bridge for the fight song, which doesn't get played anymore because the fans will chant, spell and chant Penn State sucks. And the current band director is a Penn State alum, but the Duquesne oh, gotcha. band doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they played it. And it was awesome. So I want to say thank you to the Frisco Bowl for having us there. I actually got credentialed to another game. I'm going to the Armed Forces Bowl next Thursday night. Baylor and Air Force. So I'll be there on the ground for that as well. So that should be a lot of fun. That should be fun. I'm also glad that that old dude did not ask me what media outlet I worked for. (laughs) (laughs) So our other games we had this week. The first one, I have nothing to say about this game except that it happened. The NAIA championship game happened. Kaiser from Florida beat Northwestern. No. From Iowa. Northeastern. Northwestern. No, Northwestern what? won. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, did I say beat? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said beat. Yeah. I like, no, no. Kaiser from Florida played Northwestern from Iowa and Northwestern yes. won. It was a good game. I, I watched it. It was on in the quarks. Oh, man. You watched it. Okay. It was good. I was able to, to quarks again. It was great. It was a lot of fun. ESPN had everything. I got to ask, what position in the quarks was it? It was in? the uh, upper right-hand corner. Where's your primary game go? So, uh, upper left. So, well, I can actually, like, whenever there's a commercial, I can just move the sound around, mm. which is cool, because you could just basically, I want this one to have the sound now. So, all the commercials. Uh, but, yeah, there was one one game, like, froze on me on one of the commercials in the, the bottom left, and it was just, like, this weird alien-looking dude <laughs> that, that had, like, the green whatever, like, the motion capture. I can't remember what commercial oh, yeah, it was. yeah. But let me let me send you because I, I think I it's, send, a Geico it's like supposed to be for a movie. It's yeah. it's a fake movie. Yeah, it, it's yeah. what if your special effects don't like show this up? This guy was yeah, in the like corner. Like, <laughs> like, like he was in the corner for her. I think this is. It the looks point like where, it looks like Billy Napier is staring at him. 
Yeah, it does. <laughs> this, it, this was right before Florida kicked the side field goal. So <laughs> it's just like, oh. It's just like... So then we had the D2 championship game, which I went to. It was at the McKinney ISD Stadium, and I went to the game. It was a lot of fun. Colorado School of Mine fans showed out. That side of it was packed. Fair State showed up, did pretty good too. This is their second year there. But Colorado School of Mines was there. And they were loud, even when they were down 27, they were down however many. They ended up getting palindrome to 41-14. Ferris State had this in the bag. The only thing Paris State, uh, Ferris, Paris, Ferris State looked looked weak at was their pass protection was a little bad, but it did not matter. Ferris State also plays a two-quarterback system, like legitimately. They have a running quarterback and a throwing quarterback, and they play it very well. Ferris State wins the D2 championship. It was a lot of fun. That game just felt like you rolled up, got in the stadium. It was it was nice. Took my dad. First time he'd been to a football game in ages. It was a lot of fun. Other two games we had this weekend were the D2 semi... It's not D2. Oh, if I say that, people are going to yell at me. The FCS semifinals. <laughs> the, first, the first night... We, we we prefer to be called FCS, FCS now. Yes. I, almost, I, almost, I almost... Kamish put D1-2A here, and I almost said that. And that'll get me yelled at, too. Even that's that's LSU football. Now. No, it's LSU yes. football. I know LSU football yeah. uses that, but that's not what they use anymore. Yeah, them. we don't go by that anymore, and haven't since two thousand. It's, it's been a long time. Oh, come on, uh, since LSU website folks. Let's say like that was when I was in college. Their, yeah, that website has been updated since two thousand three, anyway. So no. you know what? I, I I I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the code there is like a guest book and the, like a counter. You're yeah, the sure. forty millionth person to visit this page. Honestly, LSUfootball.net's rejection of modernity is one of my favorite things about it. Mm-hmm. It used to be how like like Fark was back in the day when Fark just refused to update and they were just, yes. it was just frames and HTML yes. and nothing else. The first FCS game we had was Incarnate Word, North Dakota State. Our good friend C- uh, CFB Campus Tour tried to get to this game, but was stopped at the basic, were stopped by weather at the North Dakota border because there was just no way to get to Fargo. If you were not in Fargo by Thursday, you were not getting to Fargo for this game, basically, because North Dakota was under snow and ice. So which border is this? Is this the border coming from South Dakota yeah, into think, North Dakota I, or from Minnesota into North Dakota? I think he flew into South Dakota. And then it was drove, any of the okay. borders. I have it a was, cousin that lives in North Dakota and literally all of the roads were closed. Like she wasn't allowed to leave her house. Incarnate Word had it and it was so, it made me so angry they didn't have it. Incarnate Word went up big and they never quite put in the final blow and they let north dakota state stay in it and you can't do that with north dakota state you can't do that because they will just continue to survive i'm trying to find how much they were up by give me a sec they were up 16 nothing yeah and they had a chance to go up 22-3 or or like 23-3 and they had a fourth down and goal at at north dakota's north dakota state's one yard line or i'm sorry it looks like he scored, but then they overturned it. Mm-hmm. So they were up, and then they overturned it. And then fourth and one, they set the go, and then they bad snap, fumble, and North Dakota you know, recovers it at the 16. And then the, the Bison just started rolling from there. They woke up after that point. If, if UIW puts in a touchdown there, I don't, I don't know if the game goes the same. You know, they, they still fought, which I thought UIW was, was done when you know, North Dakota State goes up like 24-16. Right, but they then they fought back, which was fantastic. This is our our man with the seven year plan, Lindsey Scott Jr. That's right, absolutely was, going crazy. Threw for two hundred eighty two yards. Incarnate Word had five hundred and thirty nine yards, and lost this by three. But four turnovers, and then they didn't get that 
fumble, which there was no explanation for whatever that fumble was, which was, that was like, that was a weird one. I think you tweeted just what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one where everyone was watching it. Like this is like, this had all eyes for some reason at this point. I also didn't realize incarnate word is the most penalized team in FCS, like by yardage per game. They're the most penalized team in FCS. So they've been doing this with basically, you know, a, a boot on their foot. I'm going to ask y'all a question. And y'all can just shout out an answer here. North Coast State had 333 yards. 333. How much of that was passing? Not Under much. 75. Yeah. yeah. Like 40. Yeah. 30. Cinco, five. Five. Oh my yes. God. Five yards of passing. <laughs> I knew that. Wow. And so I, I waited for everybody. I was like, oh my God. They, they were, five yards they were one for 12 on passing. <laughs> Maybe like... <laughs> They were one for 12. Navy's completion would have been much longer than that. True. They had two guys with over 100 yards of running. They just ran Incarnate Word over. Their defense got tired. They were out there for too long. And and North Dakota State just started doing what they wanted to do. This led to... At the tradition in North Coast State is when they win this game, they play... If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle with a band. Yes. Yes. And they have a fiddle out in the field. And Cody... What's his last name? The Ginger Giant. Mott? Motch? Something yeah. like that. Something I don't like know. I can spell it, but not pronounce it. Yes. They gave him the fiddle. And there's a great picture yes. of him. Let me find it in the timeline real fast. Kamish, keep talking about this game oh, real fast. so great. It, it was a great game. I'm, I'm, I'm really upset because this Friday was just a bummer for San Antonio. Like UTSA turning the ball over five times. Incarnate Word turning the ball over four times. It, it basically both teams should have likely won their games and they blew it. So the city of San Antonio was a little upset and you could kind of feel it in the air, in the cold, chilly air of, of Sioux world, San Antonio. Dropping this in the discord for y'all. He's clearly oh. never held a fiddle before. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> but whatever. It's amazing. They had cowboy hats out there. They He's got so fiddles funny. for everyone. And it was great. He's so focused. Other FCS game, however, was outside in Brookings, South Dakota the next day. It was negative eight, I believe, with the wind chill. Negative, it, negative 18? 18. Yes. Beer, beer cans were exploding. Yes. And both teams looked miserable. I've never seen a field look that cold. I, I know it's AstroTurf, and that's already a hard surface, yep. even if you would little like, rubbery things underneath. But when all that's frozen and you hit that, ouch. Ouch. Yes. And they were sliding all over the place. They were making snow angels and the snow, like snow mounds. On this, oh, it was so great, guys. South Dakota State won it, which means that for the FCS final in Frisco, Texas, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, first time they've ever met off in the finals. So North Dakota State has nine titles. South Dakota State has zero. South South Dakota State is on a one, I want to say a four game win streak now against the rivals, maybe three, maybe four. This is going to be a fun one, y'all. I'm super excited about this game. They beat them earlier this year. I watched that game. As a side um, note, I love their helmets, and I oh, they love were the so fact good. That yes. South Dakota State is comfortable enough with their masculinity to make mascots slightly adorable. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's my favorite thing. It's so good. So South Dakota State is on a three-game win streak, going back to 2021. I'm excited. I'm going to try to go if I can. But those tickets for that game usually are really expensive, like 150 bucks. North Dakota State buys them out months in advance because they, they know they're going. The bison, as I learned. So we are done with our recaps. Let's get to some new bowls now. We've got a couple of bowls we're going to talk about. So we're starting off on Wednesday, December 28th. The first one is the Military Bowl. Duke versus UCF. Duke has had a year that I'm comfortable calling good. Eight and four. Eight wins. That's that's, mm-hmm. that's Duke good. 
Duke, good. And UCF had a season which we'll call okay enough. Good. Strange. Mm-hmm. What was UCF's weirdest loss this year? Louisville? Yeah, probably Louisville. Navy. Navy. Oh, the Navy loss. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Navy. Mm-hmm. Them screwing around with South Florida also. They didn't lose, but... Well, yeah, that was fun. I actually have to think about that some more because they lose to Navy like regularly, so it might not actually be that weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the Military Bowl is our bowl in... Sorry, I have to pull up all my bold stuff now. It's in Annapolis. I've been there. It's okay, in this Annapolis. is going in Annapolis. It's in Navy Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's sponsored by... Military. No, but what's Periton? North Northrop. Probably right? a defense contractor. Oh, it's almost it always is. sponsored by a defense per- contractor. Periton is a government contractor big in both defense and intelligence go. here in the uh, Space, intelligence, cybersecurity, defense, homeland security, and health. I'll buy two. Periton says its name is a construct of the prefix per, which means thoroughly, and the word imperative, reflecting the importance of its customers' missions. <laughs> wow. So there you go. Yeah. Right now they're in Annapolis and they're in Par- and they're the Periton. Sorry, the uh, military bill presented by Periton. Let's see where else we're going to send them. We've got number 27, the Brothers Alarm Bowl in Detroit, Michigan at Ford Field. Quote, who wants the police to be showing up at your house just because you forgot to turn off the alarm before you open the door? No one. That's why the Brothers Alarm Company, we don't call the cops. We call your brother. That brother that you never knew you had. We provide a very large brother with the skills necessary to handle whatever situation you find yourself in. He's your family that you never know you needed. I have questions. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what they are right now, but a lot of them. Wow. Okay. So we we can either send them to Annapolis or Detroit. I assume this is, we're doubling up on Ford Field, which I assume they're fine with. Is this, is this really a, a, okay. I've, I've seen like a John's brother security company. Mm -hmm. No, there is a brother security. What? Okay. That's I not what I based it off of, though. No, this was a random one. I, I I don't know how this came up with. Hey, I did, okay. I, I was just curious if it was a real. <laughs> so that, do not by the way, we got lots of security. Son's house. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get for going to Detroit here? I I assume they get to they get to. Uh, I don't know. What do you get? What do you get from an alarm company? Do you get one of those like alarm bracelets? Get, you, <laughs> You get to play in a dome. You get to play in a dome, which is nice. That's true. That's true. I assume one of the skills competitions is walking through competently and trying to do a six-digit code on a keypad before it goes off blaring. Sorry. Ever open the Getting through an area without turning on motion sensing lights. That's a good skills competition. I like this. Okay, pick girl. Are we going to send them to... Annapolis or Ford Field? We are going to keep them in Annapolis because Detroit doesn't need another bowl game. And Annapolis is actually pretty fun as bowl games go. I had a good time and the weather was real crappy the time that I went. So, you know. I'm going Annapolis too. Yeah. I think we're Annapolis. I mean, UCF has already played against Navy, so I'm going to put them to Detroit because they already know what that's like. That works. Andrew? Let's keep them in Annapolis. The high on Wednesday in Annapolis is going to be 42 degrees. So let's do that. Blue? (laughs) I'm sending them to Detroit. I say the two bowl games at Ford Field, put both of them on the field. At the same <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> I also like that idea. Kamesh? I, I want to keep them in Annapolis. I, I want to see the, the Florida team play in cold weather. I, I mean. Mm-hmm. We're putting them in Annapolis. I, like, yeah. I hope you guys in Florida, I hope you enjoy that. Sorry. I want to I want to dump crab cakes on whoever wins the game, and they get free Old Bay vodka. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Has there ever been a crab bowl? I there should have been there's a there's a there's there's a game that the trophy is a bucket of crabs we've seen this yes i think blue found that 
Yes. Old Bay should be sponsoring the that. Crab Bowl. Okay, so the Crab Bowl is actually Maryland versus okay. Navy. And they're, yeah, and their their trophy is like a bucket of crabs or something. Yeah. I remember that. Yes. So on Wednesday as well, the twenty eighth, we have what's one that of our favorite oh. bowl games. Hey Jordan, hold on. Does Katie yeah. need to go? I do. Okay. Can we do okay. Florida State Oklahoma before I leave? Or yeah, sure. No, let's just jump around. Okay. No, no problem. Sorry, thank you. No, I'm going nice. to the game. Yeah. Awesome. And then next, I promise I'll yeah. Next on Thursday we have the Cheez It Bowl. This is not the Cheez It Bowl. Your children's Cheez It Bowl. This is not the OG Cheez-It Bowl. This is not the Cheez-It Bowl that we all love near and dear that produced that TCU abomination. Wonder. This is the sanitized Cheez-It Bowl. Yes. And we have Florida State and Oklahoma. Katie, how do you feel about this Cheez-It Bowl? I actually feel good, which is probably a bad sign. <laughs> I feel okay. I'm going to the game, which is probably also a bad sign with my parents. So it'll be fun. Fun. Just so we all know, this is the game that is also the Blockbuster Bowl, the CarQuest Bowl, the Micron PC Bowl, the MicronPC.com Bowl, the Visit Florida Tangerine Bowl, the Mazda Tangerine Bowl, the Champs Bowl. No, wait. Bowl. This is this is not the Tangerine Wait. Yeah, it is. I don't think it's the Tangerine Bowl, is it? This, this is the yeah, Visit Florida one, yeah. Tangerine Bowl, which is different okay, than the okay. other Tangerine Bowl. Champ Sports Bowl, the Russell Athletic Bowl, and the Camping World Bowl. Yes. World Bowl. This is the one that takes place at Camping World Stadium. They did not move this game to the soccer stadium because they're traditionalists. The Camping World Stadium is also the Citrus Bowl, correct? This is at the stadium that used to be called the Citrus Bowl. Yes, yeah. it is. Okay. Correct. That's good. Yes. That's okay. Yes. That's it. That's why I was saying when you said Tangerine Bowl, the Tangerine Bowl became the Citrus Bowl, I think. I need to look this up. And so Orlando used to only host one bowl, and now he hosts three. And so this is like the middle tier. Yes, the Tangerine yes. Bowl used to be it became the Citrus Bowl, but then mm-hmm. the the Blockbuster dot com bowl took the name of the Tangerine Bowl for one year. <laughs> Probably, but there used to not be three bowls, and there was only one, and now there's three. It's a lot. It's the so grip, the grift circle is strong. Yes, it is. It's very strong. It's very strong. Yes, because Purdue and LSU are also playing here like two days later. Everyone get that in your head. The higher tier bowl game. People are definitely going to show up to the wrong one. Has Purdue. (laughs) Has Purdue. And the lower tier game has Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Ayo! This is also the bowl game that still has the Arizona flag in their logo. Because it used to be an Arizona bowl and they just never changed the graphics. They took out the cactus, they put in palm trees. It's great. But it still has the Arizona fly. Anyone have anything on their heart about this bowl game that they're really excited to preview? Oklahoma offense, Oklahoma defense, anyone? No? Okay. Oklahoma's six and six, right? We're going to have... Yeah, they're six and six. Yes, they are. Yeah, I look forward to being able to point and laugh at Oklahoma if they lose. That's all. Thank you. That'll make my heart happy. I'm excited to watch Jordan Travis. This is... It's going to be a game full of two bands that like play that like to play one song that they. Oh play. no! Oh, no! It's going to be no. Oh. Watching this one on mute. It's going to be great. I'm going to spin my wi- going to spin my wheel. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh no! I love where this is going. His reaction. Okay. okay. Whatever it is, I, I'm picking it. Okay. I promise this is what came up. I'm not going to re-roll. This is the Margaret Cabe's Tangelo Bowl in Orlando, Florida, at Camping World Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Number 18? Perfect. Number 18. Already there. Margaret Cave's Tangelo Bowl is a world-famous dish right here in Orlando. The native Orlandoans know and love that sweet, tangy flavor of her classic tangerine gelatin. In honor of Margaret's 100th birthday, the city of Orlando has decided to sponsor this game in her honor. Margaret Cave is the grandmother of the mayor. No one outside their family has ever had this dish. This is definitely a money laundering scheme. Oh, for sure. If it's in Florida, it's money laundering, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so now we got to pick, guys. If it's a bowl game, it's money. Also, <laughs> great point, Blue. Great point. So now we got to pick between Orlando or Orlando. The Tangelo <laughs> Bowl or the Cheez-It Bowl? Since there's already another Cheez-It Bowl and it's the Cheez-It Citrus, we're, we're going to go Tangelo here. So I'm going it used Tangelo. to be... The, hold on, I have to remember this. It used to be the VRBO bowl, and Cheese It just had the Citrus Bowl, and then Cheese right. It decided to buy both of them. That's it's very right. confusing. It's so very let's confusing. take it away from them. Cheese let's it. take it away from them, and we're going to give it to Mar- yeah. Margaret. And I like Jello. that. There we go. Okay. You just want you just want tangerine Jello dumped on top. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want, tan? So tangerine juice is also a key ingredient in Ecto Cooler. Yes, so, it is. So I knew that. You, so we're gonna dump we're gonna dump Ecto Cooler yes. on the coach. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna declare that. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I think I think we're all in agreement on this. It's got to be. Yeah. That stuff is in is in preppers bunkers all I over America. It. It's still. Good. I love it. Do you want to point out that earlier in the season, Jordan was asking me about like my bowl game hopes and dreams. And I said, I think I said the citrus bowl, meaning this bowl. And he said, I needed to hope for the pinstripe bowl. And I'm just very happy that my Knowles pulled it out mm-hmm. and have, have pulled one close to me. There you go. To go. Yep. They're going to be playing in, and they're going to be playing an away game just right up the road. To sure. <laughs> it's great. Not even leaving, not even leaving the state. Not okay. even leaving the state. It's beautiful. Good night, Katie. It's beautiful. Bye y'all. Have a good okay. night. So let's see what else we got here. So we're back on. So on Wednesday, our next game is our favorite, the Liberty Bowl. Liberty, <laughs> Liberty Bowl, which helped save America from Watergate. No, this is the or this is the earlier one, right? Yeah. yeah, this one was founded in. This is the great one because it was founded in Philadelphia, which makes sense for something called the Liberty Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then they moved it to Atlantic City for one year, and they held <laughs> it right. indoors. Yep. We had a post on this earlier, indoors, and, we yeah. found, and we found out that we actually Perfect. found someone who had played in the game actually commented on the post that's an all-season podcast for sure and yeah Just he said game. that it was like carpet over concrete because it's in atlanta in the big halls in atlantic city and that it just hurt with nails. nothing oh, but pain getting slammed into concrete repeatedly the AutoZone liberty bowl is- that's what we used to call astroturf yeah. kids carpet <laughs> over concrete the burnout so the AutoZone liberty bowl was formerly sponsored by axa financial and or saint jude which you know would have been nice but now it's AutoZone. This is in Memphis, the beautiful city of our beloved pyramid. Could you have, you could have a bowl game in actual Memphis, right? When I say actual Memphis, I mean like Memphis, Egypt. Maybe? I think the Egyptian national soccer team plays in Cairo. So that would be a bit tough to transport that to Memphis, but it's right okay. at the Nile. I'm gonna, I'm gonna type in there has to be a soccer field there somewhere. I'm going to type in Memphis FC, but not that one and see what I get. Uh, Memphis, Egypt right. is a ruin. It is not. It is not currently inhabited. Oh, perfect. So yeah, sure. Still need a field. Still need a field. Okay, great. Really. Yeah, no, those like, there's plenty of room there. Awesome. Okay, this can be great. So when you're when okay. you're digging over ground that might have things in it, you just take the shovel and bulldoze, right? Like just go straight over it. <laughs> then you sift uh, afterwards. Is that how that works? There's some very not sure. I'll ask my uh, yes. My apologies yeah. to our archaeology listeners who just cringed so Any hard they like fell off their chair. And then and yeah. then after you pour all the dirt into a pile, you take the little brush and you go. Archaeologist Twitter comment on how we actually get things. Liberty Bowls, Arkansas and Kansas, the battle for all the notably not Missouri cowards. I feel like cowards. I mean. He showed up to the basketball game and signed. Uh-huh. The coach of Missouri did. Great job, Eli. You're, man, Honey. such a nerd. <laughs> clever. Real clever. 
I honestly think that hey, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to be nice here. But mm-hmm. from reports that I read, the Liberty Bowl wanted Arkansas the whole time, not Mizzou. That's the bowl officials in Memphis wanted the Arkansas fans, not the Mizzou fans. So I, I'll, I'll let Mizzou snake out of this one. I, I, I'm going to let it out. I'm not going to hold it against them that they didn't want to play Kansas. I'll, I'll blame that. Liberty you know Bowl. who did want Kansas? You know who did want Missouri, though? Who? Kansas. Kansas. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna de- the Jayhawks. I'm gonna won, declare Missouri. that whoever wins this game, we have to pronounce their state like the other state. <laughs> the next year, so it's either gonna be Arkansas or Kansas. Okay. I really hope it's Kansas. I do too. Kansas. Let me spin my wheel. Number eight. This is the most recent Travelers Breakfast Bowl presented by Tonga. This takes place in Fuaamotu, Tonga. At Tupou College's field, it has, already has rugby goalposts. This bowl game Perfect. was established by the Tongan royal family as a way to kickstart tourism to the islands. As the name implies, the winning team gets to eat whatever the most recent traveler, the last person to enter the stadium before kickoff, happened to eat for breakfast that day. Rules surrounding this were recently changed so that the winning players do not all have to share one serving of the most recent traveler's breakfast. <laughs> so Memphis or Tonga? So Tonga is a country in Oceania. If if nobody knows where that is, it's it's really in the middle of nowhere, Oceania. I think the nearest it, it's nearest to Fiji. It's Fiji and Niue and Samoa and Wallace American and Fortuna. Samoa, yeah. So there's things there. Not much. It is on the it is on the other side of the international dateline. It is basically the 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 blind flight that they have to take. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten we're putting them on blind flights. <laughs> this would show up there. like where? Arkansas to Memphis, and Arkansas you're just sitting Memphis. there, and you look out the window, and it's just water for a it's long. Like, like, not even like Hawaii, where you can hide it. The Mississippi River is kind of big. <laughs> yeah, just tell them it's the Mississippi River. It's a, it's a huge river. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real. They call it the muddy Mississippi. It's a huge river. Blue Memphis or Tonga? Uh, I I think Tonga because I I want to see. Since we keep confiscating baseball diamonds, I want to see them use a rugby field. for. I like that a lot. Yeah. Michael? Oh, I knew too many Tongans at BYU. So if I didn't send a football game to Tonga, they'd come back and kill me. So I'm going Tonga. There you go. (laughs) Pit girl? Oh, also absolutely Tonga. I think it's worth noting that rugby union is the national sport in Tonga and their national team is pretty good. There is a whole side tangential history that I strongly recommend about like Pacific folks and football and rugby uh, that one of my profs at Pitt actually wrote a book about. Check out The Tropic of Football by Rob Ruck to learn more. All of that to say, having taken a class with him, having read that book, all of this stuff, can't not send a football game to the South Pacific. So, Tonga. Andrew? There's a lot of Pacific Islander fear in this uh, discussion, and I too am one of those people who would be afraid of Pacific Islanders, so let's send it to Tonga. <laughs> there we go. Blue? Oh, here already. Oh, oh, sorry. I have a brain. Stick it with Tonga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think my vote counts anymore. Like, really? You got four votes for counts. Tonga. All right. No, they're going I, to Tonga. I don't I care. Gotta, I got, gotta go to Tonga. If you're in line, That's right. stay in line. I mean, we need, That's right. If you're in line, stay in line. That's right. And they're going to Tonga so we can crown the international national champion of Tonga. Either Arkansas or <laughs> Arkansas, or is it Kansas? Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, if you're on the flight, if you're on the flight, to Tonga, stay on the flight. To Tonga. I I love this that, that we're gonna send them to Tonga because all of the fans are like, oh, Memphis is within driving distance. We're like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> you need a 24 hour flight to get here. 
<laughs> and it's going to be the next day when you arrive. The day before. Oh, the- yeah. Yeah, they're on the other oh, side. Oh, God, I'm confused. Or is it the day after? Hold up. I'm going to look at DFW <laughs> and Tonga flights real fast. Give me a second. Show flights. They're flying west. Okay. So if they're flying west, they're crossing the international dateline into tomorrow. So, so I got to go. The 19th there. Yeah. So I got to go from D- DFW yes. to LAX, uh-huh. LAX to Fiji. Okay. And then Fiji, Fiji to Tonga. That's not too bad. It's only 26, it's only 26 hours. hours. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> hope your bags yeah, make the it. LA Expert will take the longest. Yeah. All their football uh, equipment should make it. No problem. On Wednesday, we have the Holiday Bowl. In San Diego, this RIP the Poinsettia Bowl, which is always great. I miss the Poinsettia Bowl. But San now Diego it's just Union the Holiday Party. Bowl. San Diego County, forget the Union. But now they also, yep. San, but they also sponsor this bowl now too. So yes. we have the Holiday Bowl sponsored by San Diego County Credit. All right, uh, it's played in Petco Park. So we get a baseball field yeah. here. When are they going to move it to the nice new stadium that San Diego State has? Because there's a nice no. football stadium now in that town. They don't that takes all the fun out of dumb bowl games in stupid baseball stadiums. So from what and I see it's right next the to the Gaslight District. So you can go from bo- the bar to the stadium. That is true. There you see, go. What I still see is it's still in Petco Park. Uh, it may be moved in the future, but right now I still see Petco Park. I hope yep. that I hope that contract was worth it, y'all. <laughs> this is going to be North Carolina and Oregon, which ought to be a real banger of a game, actually. Probably the best game. Well, no, Texas Bowl will be pretty good, too. But we're getting into sort of like those like low-key, pretty good bowl games. Yes. Hopefully it's all gas, no breaks, but it might wind up 6-3 because everyone's there's, sitting out. There's a, yeah, there's a pretty good chance this game ends up absolutely just... <laughs> Being nothing versus nothing. But Bonix is coming back, so Bonix should play. So we'll see what happens. Is he healthy is I mean, the question. Like, can he play? It's Bonix. I assume he's made out of, I don't know. But what do they make things out he of says, in Oregon? Bo- Bonix says he's coming back for his next year, too. So we're going to get Bonix in a bowl game. Yeah. ESPN, ESPN does not specify in the article where it talks about how the Bonix experience will continue at Oregon for one more season, end quote. <laughs> He does not mention if he will be playing in the bowl game. That is a promise and a threat. It is a threat. Let's see here. Our alternative game is... Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. The Dr. Scholl's Insoles Bowl. (laughs) Chicago, (laughs) Illinois at Soldier Field. Oh, God. Home to where Dr. Scholl's insoles were invented. Dr. Dr. Schultz still wants to know if you're gelling like Magellan and every single bowl participant gets 10 pairs of custom insoles. <laughs> so we've got That's beautiful San Diego. Beautiful San Diego. <laughs> they don't expire. <laughs> or Chicago. I mean, but you wear them down. Like I have to like, you have to get new ones. Yeah. I don't so know. I, I guess I'm not old enough to think about this kind of thing yet. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> Hell. My insoles are 3D printed, okay? They're great. <laughs> that's that's what Dr. Scholl's brings to you. They're 3D so printed and they're delightful. <laughs> San Diego or Chicago? Oh. Mish? Oh, man. Just just imagining Mac Brown in a puffy coat in Soldier Field for a bowl game. <laughs> just, just imagining that. Oof. Y'all, I feel I'm like cold. I feel like that's mean. And I mean, I really don't. Oh, Mac it's, Brown it's, freezing. Y'all, I, I got to go. I got to go to warm up, y'all. I'm going like, to come back. I'll come back at the half. I'll see y'all the at the wind's half. Gonna, the wind's going to be swirling. It's going to be in Chicago. Oh, my God. Y'all get me one of them space heaters. I'm real cool. Oh, man. Mac Brown's going play, in the tent. Or to play in a baseball field in San Diego. In nice, you know, luxurious San Diego. I don't think, I mean, Oregon will probably play in, in relatively similar weather. 
to what they they get there in, in Eugene. Oh no! It wouldn't be no, 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 no. Well, that's very Chicago's different weather. Worst. Yes. Probably <laughs> worse. Okay. Just to put Mac Brown in a puffy coat, I'm sending him to Chicago. Blue. I can, in good conscience, send anyone to play football. I sold the field. <laughs> I, 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 can't I, I can't. I can't do it. I that this game is staying in San Diego. Haven't these players suffered enough? <laughs> hey, girl. I hate you, MC. They're going to Chicago. Okay. <laughs> The pit hatred coming out. Uh, Mac Brown abandoned a BYU game broadcast. I'm always sending him to the worst place possible, so go to Chicago. <laughs> was it a BYU game? I don't remember what that was. <laughs> it was he, he left oh, in the go, third quarter of a game against Toledo. Flight. I gotta go catch a yep. flight, y'all. Remember that. Andrew, where are they going? Man, this is difficult. I think I'm going to keep them in San Diego. I think it's too mean to the players. Oh, so my vote counts now. Yeah. Uh huh. We get a or potential coin flip. Time, time for some, time for some, uh, some, some campaign. If I go Chicago as a tie, if I go San Diego, San Diego wins. No, no, no. If you go San Diego, Chicago, Chicago wins. Yeah. Oh, it's Chicago then. Hundred percent Chicago. They're going to Chicago. Okay. (laughs) They're going to Chicago. (laughs) Mac Brown eating Italian beef. This is corruption. Y'all, I want, I want an Italian beef sandwich. I want it dipped. I want it I want it juicy. You know what or else this means? We can Poor make Kayla. Mac Brown try Malort. Ooh. Oh. Oh, Mac Brown, oh, Mac Brown doesn't like it. Oh, it tastes like pencil shavings, y'all. <laughs> it tastes like pencil shavings and gasoline. Mac Brown eating. I also think he would refuse to eat dip, deep dish on like principle oh, yeah. or something. That's too much bread. It's all. I eat a, a Chicago dog. Mac, Mac Brown, Mac Brown's on a low carb diet now. <laughs> y'all, y'all heard of that South Beach? Mac Brown slimming down. I do just want to point out one thing real quick. This mm-hmm. is Fox's first bowl game broadcast since 2019, since all of their other bowl games had been canceled every year since then. How do they get this? How do they get this bowl? Uh, they it's got the holiday bowl in 2017 when ESPN failed to renew the contract and then they got the poinsettia bowl which now doesn't exist and then they got the red box bowl which also doesn't exist and so this is the only one that's left and since the holiday bowl didn't get played last year or 2020 this is our first since 2019 so that must be why they're putting this on at basically the same time as the texas bowl which Mm -hmm. is ole miss and texas tech Texas Tech, which has had a better year than than everyone thought they were going to have. Ole Miss, which had an okay year. You know, Lane's doing his thing. Lane is still living his best poster lifestyle, so I dig that. L- Lane has the dog Twitter account. Do you follow Juice Kiffin's Twitter account? I didn't know Juice Kiffin had a Twitter account. Yeah, Juice, yes. Juice Kiffin has a Twitter account. Yes. Uh, his dog. My life and is about to improve. Excellent. It is. It's, it's a great follow. They're real cute. Texas Bowl is in Houston at NRG Stadium. This is the same bowl that was once. No, this one bowl was brand new as of 2013, 2011. Sorry. This was the Meineke Car Care Bowl, the AdvoCare Bowl, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Bowl, the Mercari Bowl. I don't know who that is. Their main product is a financial. Oh, they're a Japanese concern. Okay. Of course it is. They're a Japanese e-commerce company. Mm-hmm. That's why you host a bowl in Texas. Perfect. And that was sorry that that Money that bowl order, game yes. was canceled actually, and then they never sponsored it again. So that game never happened. Now it's the Tax Act Bowl, which isn't even the most interesting tax software bowl. Tax Slayer Bowl. I just yeah, want to say also, that oh this this game, the over under is sixty nine and a half points. Nice, nice, nice in a bit. That's nice excellent. in a bit. 
I'm gonna watch this for track meet possibilities. I, I I have got to get I got to get one track meet in bowl season. I hope this is this it. is not, however, the same <clears throat> as the Blue Bonnet Bowl, which is also the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl, uh-huh. which is the bowl game played in Rice Stadium for a bit or at the Astrodome. Was the game uh, condemned like race to the stadium was, or at least the second Basi- deck? Basically, yes. Someone even someone someone pointed I, I was... out very roughly, by the way, that, that the top deck is not condemned. It is just in very poor repair and unsafe. Okay, that's very different. I just want to point out, I would point out that Rice Stadium is probably safer for the players' ACLs than the Astrodome mm-hmm. ever was. I'm going to send you guys a picture real fast of the Astrodome dedication. Do we this know about how image. long the dugouts were at the Astrodome? I don't. Just like absurdly oh, it's large. The, the shooting the guns to yeah. break <laughs> the ground. The, the yes. Astro- yes. Yeah, so when they broke, when they were, they were groundbreaking, because the baseball team that they, was the was Houston Colt The 40... Colt 45s. Colt 45s. 45s. And yes. so I'll post this with the podcast. They, they didn't break ground with a shovel. They nope. broke down ground with revolvers. That's right. Colt 45. So it's a bunch of dudes pointing guns at the ground. Guys being dudes. Shoot. Most Texas no. thing I've ever seen. Guys being dudes shooting at the ground to break ground for a new stadium. Thank you, Texas. <laughs> that would then go on to snap more ACLs mm-hmm. than just any other stadium in mm-hmm. America. The fact that also this was built in 1962 and advertised itself as the world's first air-conditioned dome stadium mm-hmm. makes it even funnier that the Carrier Dome didn't have air conditioning because it wasn't built until 1980. Mm-hmm. We had the technology. We have the Boudin Bowl in Lafayette. Did I say it right, Boudin? It's Boudin, but yes. Boudin? Boudin. Oh, did I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable? Yeah, Boudin? It's, it's, Boudin. Yes. Boudin. Boudin. Wow, that's really new for you. Hey, all y'all. It's in, Lafayette, <laughs> it's in Lafayette, Louisiana at Cajun Field. Uh, this is number 32 on our thing. Cajun Boudin is Boudin? Why do I, why do I say it weird? <laughs> it's, it's Boudin. Boudin. So I just, said. Just, just think the I at the end is an A and you're fine, all right? C- Cajun Buddha is available <laughs> most readily in southern Louisiana, particularly in the Scott four miles from Lafayette and considered to be the Buddha capital of the world. <laughs> New Iberia and Lafayette areas, though it can be found anywhere in Cajun country. The Boudin Bowl, Cajun cuisine staple, wanted to host a bowl game just to give publicity to the Cajun delicacy. It's like sausage with rice and stuff in it, right? It's all right. It's it's basically, it's it. I won't go too far in detail what could be in it, but it's just basically like dirty rice in a sausage case. Just, just as we can get more technical, but you know, you can't even say Boudin. So I'm not gonna go more technical. <laughs> dirty, dirty rice that. in a sausage casing sounds like me after a trip to like Papa's. There you go. <laughs> That's about right. So, so we have bowl. Houston or Lafayette, Louisiana. Again, they pair well together. They do. One swamp or the other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kamish. Ugh. Like I don't, I don't like the school that's there. I'll say that. Yeah. You know, because I'm a I'm a big ULM homer. The fact that you know they would probably have people trying to make Boudin mm-hmm. with this bowl instead of just like Houston, you know, general Houston stuff. I I, I want to send them to Lafayette. Let's let's send them to Lafayette. Let's take them on a tour of the Tabasco hot sauce plant in Avery Island, not too far away. Let's do all the Cajun stuff you can. Take them to Scott, Louisiana, the Boudin capital of the world. Exit ninety seven on I ten, and let them enjoy all of the cracklings and the the good stuff that you could get there. Blue? Yeah, I'm also going to send them to the Boudin Bowl as well. I mean, 
I, I think, you know, like you said, the Tabasco is there. And, you know, Louisiana could always use another bowl game. Hey, girl. Those who have spoken before me have made a sufficiently persuasive case. I have nothing to add. Michael? See, I'm keep sticking with the Texas Bowl because I love Texas teams playing in the Texas Bowl and then just forgetting how to play football. And so <laughs> that's why I'm sticking with the Texas Bowl. Andrew? I'm convinced by the prior arguments about moving it to Louisiana, so let's do it. I'm going to move them to Louisiana because it looks like the team luncheon is going to be at a Hilton. And that's lame when you're in Houston. So oh, that we... is lame. They should take them to Ninfa's. On the 29th, we have our beloved Pinstripe Bowl. 1 p.m. Central, Minnesota and Syracuse. I'll be there. Bye, Blue. Bye, Blue. We're going to have to do a... Uh, bye, Blue. We're going to have to do a Pinstripe Bowl lore podcast so I can just go off because this podcast has been very long and I hope everybody's enjoying it, but I can go off about this. But let's talk about the, let's talk about the game. Minnesota, Syracuse. Syracuse had such a weird year. They were are beautiful. Are they back? Are they good? The answer may may still be up in the air if they can hang with Minnesota. Uh, the end of Minnesota's last game against Wisconsin, extremely sickos, off the charts. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with this game. I'm excited. Can you describe? Can you describe one Minnesota game for me from this year? Anyone? Yeah. 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 What, what game? I don't remember. I, like this Minnesota season's like a blank to me. Well, I mean, they, they uh, did blank New Mexico State 38 nothing. Oh, uh, that's they, right. They, the the they Jerry Kill return did, match. The Jerry Kill yes. return match. Also, the, the Axe game, which was the last one, which was insane. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that, that one I remember. One. You're right. That yeah, one that was, all the false that was starts. The, all the false starts to back up Wisconsin. Wisconsin fans are turning off the podcast now. <laughs> Sorry, Wisconsin <laughs> fans. Sorry. Gophers fans are like, turn it up. We got the uh-huh. Axe, baby. <laughs> And this game is sort of interesting in, in the matchup front also because, like, Minnesota was statistically very, very good at the beginning of the season. And Syracuse yes. was like, Syracuse is good, right? And then they both kind of like, nah. mm. so we'll see, we'll see who's got battle for Paul Ponyan's axe notwithstanding. So, so we'll see how this shakes out uh, in New York City. Minnesota mm. lost to Iowa. Yeah. 13 to 10. I'd yeah, forgotten about that one too. They can't yeah. beat Iowa. There's like this weird thing that they just cannot beat Iowa it, it, lately. It, it's just, just like one of those stumbling blocks. But I'm going to really love, I, I hope that we get to pinstripe both of these logos for sure. <laughs> I, I want to see the maroon and gold yeah. gopher colors. And then I want to see the the pinstripe of the navy blue in orange. Yep, got it. <laughs> Easy. Do that. Done. Wait, there's something wrong with that. Why is that wrong? What's, what's Mets wrong fans, with that? Mets fans, because Mets fans will love that. Mets fans <laughs> yeah. will really love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Our alternate bowl is the... Number 23, the Pampers Electrical Bowl. <laughs> what? Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> okay. It's at Nippert Stadium. Pampers introduces their new line of toys to help create the next generation of electricians. Included are wires and batteries to help stimulate your child into learning about electricity. This product has also been recalled after every single product to sale led to lawsuits. (laughs) Cincy or New York City. So it's at Nippert Stadium. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're playing in Pinstripe. I'm going to vote first. I'm going to vote first on this one just out of spite. They're going to New York. It's Syracuse's New York. New York Syracuse is New York Street. Two points your team. <laughs> Mesh? Rutgers is going to fight you. Let somebody else go. I'll go last. That's fine. Okay. 
Pit girl? I will also keep them in New York. Having been to the Pinstripe Bowl, it is sufficiently sickos in and of itself. It does not need to be moved. Although I will say that I'm a little bit sad that New Era isn't the sponsor anymore because they're not going to be giving out free scarves anymore. And the scarves were actually very high quality. Maybe maybe they need bad boy scarves. Bad boy more scarves. <laughs> yes! Yeah! <laughs> Andrew? To cut your grass in the winter. Uh, I, I don't really want to travel to Cincinnati, so I'd rather... Just stay here. Um, I mean, no offense to Cincinnati. Nippert Stadium looks gorgeous. I do want to go to a game there, especially if the crazy Big 12 happens and Oklahoma or Texas are there. I'm going to go. But all that being said, let's leave it in New York. Michael? Oh, yeah. I'm on team keep the pinstripe bowl going. I mean, how can you take away the Rose Bowl of the East? (laughs) Can't do it. I still laugh that when we actually started looking up on the wiki page, somebody put in <laughs> affectionately known as the Rose Bowl of the East. And then they had to edit it. I forgot what bowl, like tagged the pinstripe bowl. I was like, hey, man, you guys need to edit your Wikipedia page <laughs> and get that out of there. Come get your man. Come get your man. Like, what is up with this? I forgot what bowl it was. I don't know if it was the mail bowl. It may have been the mail bowl that did that. But it stayed I'm, in New York. I'm very much stay keeping them in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. One more game. And that is going to be our. Sorry, get the right thing back up. What's the last bowl, guys? Someone help me. The Alamo. The Alamo. Bowl. Oh, I forgot the Alamo. I literally did not remember the Alamo. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Jordan, you have to. You have to. That's it. You're done. You, you have to. literally forgot the, the Alamo. Your Texas citizenship you're, card you're has done. been revoked. How could you? You cannot you edit have to this move out to that you forgot now. the Alamo. You never. You got to always remember the Alamo. Literally forgot the Alamo. <laughs> if if y'all ever get the chance to go to this game, please go. Like if you're not from San Antonio and you haven't done the San Antonio tourist thing, it's a lot of fun. The river walk downtown is pretty cool. It's a little touristy. You get to sit by the river and they got the mariachi coming by singing and there's lots of restaurants. And it's just like San Antonio is a very cool town. I like it a lot. If you live in San Antonio like Kamish does, you want to be nowhere near downtown. And I get that's that. That's right, yeah. Is that because that's all touristy shit? And I don't want to do that. I get this that. Basically, that's that's what when I lived in New Orleans it was like. I'd never went to the French Quarter, yeah, unless right. I unless I had to. And then when I, now I live in San Antonio. I was like, I don't go near the Riverwalk or anything. It's great for a vacation, but living here, it's like you try to avoid that area as much as possible. I have been to this the Alamo Bowl a few times. I think the last one I went to was. Uh, Texas A&M versus Penn State game. I think it was like 2007 when I uh, first yes, 2007. Moved here. Yep. Yeah, that was very weird because both of them were just like, okay, you're really culty, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Penn State was like, hey, we're culty too. And then by the third quarter, everybody was friends. It was very strange. <laughs> it was so strange. I can't remember who even won the game. I think A&M, maybe. I don't know. No, Penn, Penn State won that one. Twenty four seventeen. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Was a good game. In the section, they're they're doing like the kissing and whooping and and sawing them off, and the Penn State fans are just looking at them all crazy. It, it it was a blast. The it was fun to be there, but I was just from New Orleans, not really knowing either of these teams' traditions. Just incredibly, like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> this game is almost always just basically all gas. Yes. Because it is the Pac-12, Big 12 game. And it's usually sort of the second or third tier in both of those conferences. So you end up with games with scores of like 47 to 32 or 40 to 35 or TCU 47, Oregon 41. 
where Gary Patterson had to change his shirt at halftime and got the magic back. Yeah. I mean, this bowl even got Stanford up to 37 points at one point. So this was, you know, <laughs> this clearly there's some magic in San Antonio. It's it's Texas versus Washington, which I feel like it's going to be a great game. I don't think yeah. I'm going to be able to attend this year. Um, Texas I, travel. Surprise, surprise. Texas travels very well an hour from there. Yeah. From their stadium. It's one, it's kind of just like, I don't, I don't know how many Texas fans will show up, but there's a lot of Texas fans that live in San Antonio. They just show up for this one. They, they ain't got to go anywhere. Yeah, it, it'll be a crazy game. I think Washington will travel well. I think it'll be a great, fun, fun game. But let's see where we're sending them or if they stay let's here. See, let's see where we're sending them. Uh, by the way, cheapest tickets I can find are 70 bucks. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not paying 70 bucks to go to the Cotton Bowl. Just just put that in perspective. Yeah, it's not. It's it's just not. I think I got in laws coming that weekend too, so I don't think I could duck out on a Thursday for that. So spinning it, and we are at the number forty one, the Pickle Bowl in <laughs> Lancaster, PA. Is that how you pronounce it, Lancaster? Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is something that people who are from there, which includes me, are very particular about. Okay, let me let me Lancaster. say. Lancaster. Oh, I wanted to try Lancaster. Oh, it's Lan- just one Lancaster. Lancaster. What did I say? Lancaster. You're still Lancaster, saying Lancaster, California. Lancaster, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Lancaster. 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 No. Yeah, better. Okay, it's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, <laughs> at Shadick Stadium of Memorial uh, Franklin and Marshall College. Shattuck Stadium, probably Shattuck Stadium. Okay. Giant pickle jar trophy hosted in Pennsylvania Dutch area as they are known for pickling everything known to man. So either we have Lancaster. Pennsylvania, or we have San Antonio, Lancaster. Texas. Lancaster. I'm, I'm saying Lancaster. Mobile. It's Mobile. I'm seriously considering, like, I'm seriously worried that, like, my pronunciation, like, like my ability to, like, hear wording is wrong. Lancaster. If it makes you feel better, it, <laughs> oh. if it makes you feel better, my mom is originally from Connecticut, and we moved mm. to Lancaster when I was, like, five. And we lived there. My, they just moved to Massachusetts last year. The yeah. entire like twenty years that we lived there, she pronounced it wrong the whole time too. Yeah, she and I are kindred <laughs> spirits, apparently. <laughs> so either to a city in Pennsylvania or to San Antonio. Commissioner, <laughs> you want them in your town? Don't want all these Longhorn fans and Husky fans in the town. Yeah. Then we could, you know, tell the the Washington fans and be like, hey. Go to the Alamo and then ask him about the basement. Yeah, do that. Classic. Yeah, the, the, the classic touristy joke that you'll get every time. Uh, if you didn't know, there is no basement. So that's that's, <laughs> that's the joke. That's what goes for a joke around here. Yes, that's the classic <laughs> San Antonio humor. No, I, I can't take him out of San Antonio. I, I feel like the Alamo Bowl is kind of a staple of bowl season, even though that I want these folks to experience pickled beet eggs um, <laughs> that I learned about on a, a podcast. Eggs don't have a few. Wait, wait, beets don't have eggs. Pickled beet <laughs> eggs. Red beet eggs. Red beet eggs. Yeah. Google it. It's like purple. Yeah. yeah, they're pickled eggs. You make them in a big jar. Oh, I've had these. Obnoxiously, Pit Boyfriend's okay. family makes them. Yes, pickled She's eggs with red beets. So then they're red beet eggs. Yes, red beet eggs. Sounds great. Okay, no, I'm, Michael. I'm keeping them in. I love the Alamo Bowl. I I can't get rid of it, even though I just really want it to be moved to Lancaster, just so I can hear Jordan say it again and again. <laughs> but I I got to keep the Alamo Bowl. <laughs> Andrew, let's keep him in San Antonio. San Antonio has a river walk and presumably pickled products of all types at the grocery store. 
They, so, they do have something called hot pickles. Um, they do have some some pickled candy. Also, there's like the something known as a piccadilly, which is is a, a raspa with like so pickles hot. and gummy bears, and you get that in South Texas. Jordan's like, oh, he's his eyes lit up when I mentioned it. I, I love piccadillies. <laughs> oh man, they're so good. There's like gummy bears in this thing, and I'm like, what am I eating? But it's delicious. And, and tamarind and chili, oh, yes. powder, like a little chili powder and Kool Aid. Oh, yeah. A little Kool-Aid, and yeah, it's great. Good stuff. And then pickle popsicles, too, in San Antonio, which are yes, really good. Yes, pickle pops are great. You get those. Those are, I, I think they sell, like, the the pickle juice as, like, a sports drink down here, too. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's up there. Yeah. Okay. It may have made it up there. Pit Girl, we sending them to your neck of the woods? Obviously. Yeah. We'll, we'll take them to Central Market. We'll, we'll take them to Springhouse Brewing. Show them a good time. And a bowl game that's in Pennsylvania, which there should be one. Uh, I'm going to send them to Lancaster as well. Just so I can keep saying it. That is in any other state but Pennsylvania. There are many Lancasters. There is one Lancaster. I assume in Britain that would be like Lincolnshire or whatever. Like, cause... Yeah. So my theory on my phone is set to British because he pronounces Lancaster correctly. Oh, there you go. Good to know. Well, this was a podcast, guys. We talked about lots of things. We will be back next time to cover the rest of the bowls and do little brief previews. And yeah, Kamish, you got anything else? No, uh, just keep donating. Um, there may be a special appearance that, that I don't know when this is coming out. So the commission may wind up on the Paul Feinbaum show. On Feinbaum, yeah. On on Monday after the Myrtle Beach Bowl. That, that may be happening, which I, I still am in disbelief. So that, that may have happened. And also maybe the Cedar Rapids local news to plug our fundraiser <laughs> on Tuesday. So <laughs> please donate uh, if you can. Enter in the raffle. $10 minimum entry. Just it, it, it basically supports food for families. You can serve maybe almost like a family of four for about 10 bucks of a donation. So please donate if you can. And then you can win the, the raffle. I've had some people that said they don't want to enter the raffle. They just want to donate. So hopefully we can get this going. And, and we just want to beat our goal for last year because we have so many more followers. So keep it going. Keep donating. We Again, we, we definitely do appreciate it. Well, everyone, we will see you on the other side.